I'm your host, Maria Maldonado-Smith, and this is Creating the Vision, a podcast about living the life you envisioned and leaning into your passions, power, and purpose. Each week, we'll hear from guests discussing their journey to living and creating the vision for their life. We'll talk all things vision imagery, goal setting, and accountability so that you feel empowered and inspired to take action, turning your plan into the life you've always dreamed of living. Welcome, visionary. I'm so glad you're here. Hello and welcome to Creating the Vision. Today's guest is a sister of mine, two times over. She is uh, a sorority sister of mine, even though we are separated by many, many years. And (laughs) she is also a Miss Kentucky sister of mine, yet again, separated by many, many years. But she is fantastic. And I am so honored to have her on the podcast today to talk about her vision, uh, not only getting to the crown, but now that she is Miss Kentucky and is about to compete for the title of Miss America 2024, what, oh my gosh, the vision, the journey, the getting here, everything, all the things we are going to discuss in today's episode. So without further ado, Mallory, welcome. Hello, welcome. I am so excited to be here just to get to chat with you. One of my favorite people. So I'm excited. (laughs) Thank you. Well, and we have gotten to know each other and work with each other a little bit leading up to your journey to Miss America. But I really want to start kind of that moment. You know, I, I try to go every year. And this was one of those years that my I had the plane ticket had all the everything planned. And then my whole entire family fell ill throughout the month of June. And it just was a little bit of a cluster, (laughs) to be honest. So I get to the week of Miss Kentucky and I start feeling ill. Like I had made it through and thought that I was like home sailing. So I did not get to feel the energy in the room. But I can tell you that my daughter, Miriam, who also is a huge fan of yours, we were sitting in our living room watching the moment that you were crowned. And I know how it felt for us and how excited we were for you, but I want to hear from you. What was that moment like when you're standing up there and you hear your name called? Oh, goodness. I mean, that moment is honestly hard to put into words. It's just a moment of so, so many emotions just filling your body and and years and years of hard work also coming to fruition. So in a way, you almost just feel this weight let off your shoulders, but you also feel uh, this new weight and this new immense responsibility kind of setting in when you feel that crown placed on your head for the first time. The job of Miss Kentucky actually comes, as you know, with a a full-time position working through the Kentucky Department of Agriculture as Kentucky Proud spokesperson. And then also, I I think there's also this feeling of, of needing to connect with Kentuckians in the next year and making the most out of your year and advocating for your community service initiative. So it really is all these thoughts, feelings, and emotions uh, that you've never felt before, just uh, filling your body. But I I truly do believe that that is a moment that I'll never forget, something that I'll cherish forever and just so special. It's so indescribable. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you're right. I I think that it is definitely something you never forget. I still remember my, you know, my crowning moment, same thing. But you're right that the added 
bonus I think that you get as Miss Kentucky is the full-time job. And you, and I think anyone who signs up right. to compete knows that. I mean, it's like, it is, it's really kind of ingrained in you that it's, it's not just a job right. representing in the state, you know, and going to Miss America, but like you have a full-time job and, you know, and that job is starting for you already, you know, right. Even though it's like, it's like you hit the ground running. Right. So totally, yeah, what has totally. it been like? Oh, it's just been incredible so far. I think in my first month as Miss Kentucky, I did 22 appearances. So I definitely did hit the ground running. But I think that's how I like to be is just hop right in and and get right to it. I mean, I have been dreaming of of being Miss Kentucky for so long. So I I was just ready to get my feet wet and and start the job immediately. But it's just been great. The amount of incredible people that I have already met so far and the amazing experiences that I've had so far have just been amazing. So it's hard to put into words how thankful and and blessed I feel to hold this position that obviously so many incredible women have held before me. So to be connected to that iconic legacy of, of Miss Kentucky and Miss America is something that I don't take lightly. Well, speaking of this being a goal of yours or dream of yours for a while, when did you start to think I think I might want to be Miss Kentucky. Yeah, so I grew up in musical theater, so I was never involved in any pageant or competition space in any sense. But when I was a senior in high school, I decided to compete in a local preliminary competition two days before it happened. So I always tell people that I fell into the Miss America organization kind of in this serendipitous manner. Um, But as a senior in high school at the time, I was attracted to the scholarship aspect of the competition because Higher education is expensive, right? I mean, a dollar, ten dollars, a hundred dollars, certainly a thousand dollars is going to help you um, achieve those post-secondary goals. And so I always say, I think that's uh, kind of what drew me in, but I was immediately um, also attracted to the sisterhood aspect of uh, this organization and also uh, being able to have a platform to develop a community service initiative. Um, there's a quote actually by Gandhi. I'm a big quote person. Um, and it Love says it. the best way <laughs> to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. And I really do believe that I have found um, a purpose in my community service initiative. And it's unlocked professional goals too, because now I want to attend law school to potentially be a disability rights attorney due to my work with my community service initiative, Inclusive Stages, which which provides theatrical and artistic opportunities for those individuals with special learning needs or disabilities. And so I think to be a true advocate, you can't just be for a community. You truly have to stand with them. And that's Mm -hmm. certainly something that the Miss America organization has taught me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh my goodness. And if you're if you're listening or watching and don't know anything about the Miss America organization, you know you you have a, what's called a community service initiative, or as they've recently termed it, CSI. Yes. Uh, which has uh, so many connotations <laughs> in and of itself. Everyone's always referring to the medical dramas, or I guess the the cold case and CSI Miami, everyone. Oh yeah. 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 (laughs) When they returned that, I'm like, oh, maybe it wasn't the best in marketing, but hey, you know what? It fits. That's hilarious. (laughs) Yes. But you have a community service initiative. When I competed, it was called a platform. I honestly, I think that all of them are interchangeable. It's essentially something that you are dedicated to promoting and being a part of. and, And as you mentioned, you know, serving your community. And I love the idea of inclusive stages. And I think that it is 
incredible the work that you are building and creating because you are creating a vision for people who may have felt that there wasn't one for them. You know, you're really giving them a platform and an avenue to express their talents, express themselves and, and giving them a stage, you know, to do that. So typically, and I know sometimes, you know, Hey, sometimes we find things, my, my, my platform was similar. My, you know, community service initiative was similar in giving children with, you know, different abilities or disabilities as we, you know, so often use, but really giving them a voice in the education system because, you know, I had a sibling who really struggled in the conventional classroom. And so I think that that was my tie to, you know, why it was, it was so important to me. Is there, is there a link to your, you know, platform, the inclusive stages? I know it's your love of theater, you know, primarily, but yeah, if you could just explain kind of how you got involved in what it is that you work so hard for. So my mom is a speech language pathologist. So I grew up in a household that really taught my sister McLean and I to not only invite everyone to the table, but to give everyone at the table a voice, because I think there's a really big difference in those two actions. Um, And also I was in a performance of Hello Dolly at my high school and I was a sophomore in high school at the time. So this was before my involvement in the Miss America organization and uh, Dolly Levi is still my favorite role to this day. Uh, But after the Saturday night performance of Hello Dolly, a lot of participants from Down Syndrome of Southern Kentucky's Buddy House uh, attended the performance and came up to me after and were pantomiming a lot of moves from the show and even singing some notes. And on the way home from that performance, I told my mom, wouldn't it be so cool to offer inclusive acting classes at the Buddy House? And so months later, once I was given that that platform and that opportunity to make a difference in my community through the Miss America organization, that's when inclusive stages really took took off and, and, and began having this domino effect in the South Central Kentucky community. And I think what's so unique about inclusive stages is that it started right up here uh, in my head as just an idea. And now after three and a half years of involvement in the Miss America organization, I, I see the true impact of how it has affected uh, individuals with disabilities uh, in my community and now in the Kentucky community as well. That's such amazing work, and 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 it's such a commu- it's, a, it's such a community of people who are often forgotten and not Absolutely. incorporated into you know in, into our what we consider mainstream you know society. And so, anything that we can do to um, bring ourselves more you know closely aligned with anyone who is different from us, I think makes us a better human. It makes us a better contributor to our own communities and just makes us more um, compassionate and understanding. So I love, I love the work that, that you are doing uh, with inclusive stages. I just, I, I find it so impactful and empowering to, to all of the people that you have a chance to, to, to encounter and to help change lives. You know, you're, like I said, you're really working to build that vision for them and create an opportunity for them to see themselves in a spot where they might not normally have felt. And I also love that you said that it was something that kind of started up here. You know, it was something that like, you know, you're a sophomore in high school. And this really goes back to sometimes what I, when I work with people and they'll say, eh, I don't really know if like my dreams, I mean, I just kind of like think about them, but like, I don't really know right. if, if it's something that I should like put out into the world. And I always tell them, oh my gosh, if it is in your head and on your heart, 
it was put there for a reason. And, you know, I think that we've, you know, we, I understand like we get, we get afraid, we get so fearful that, you know, it's not going to happen or we'll fail, but you know what, we'll never know unless we try. And I always tell people, you know, we will never know if, if we don't put ourselves out there, we might, we might fail. We might absolutely fail, you know? And and I think too, leading up to your journey, kind of to pivot in that way, you know, there were, I think you competed for three years, right? Before you won. Yeah. So there were two years that you didn't, you know, walk away with the crown. Yeah. So, you know, walk us through kind of those years because it's all great. You know, it's it's like great to talk about the glory and the fun and the, oh yeah, I did it. (laughs) But what people fail sometimes to recognize is that, you know, you were in it, you were in it for two years before you made it, you, you made it to, to the crown. Absolutely. So I I competed at Miss Kentucky 2021. Uh, It was my first state competition ever. Um, And I placed top eight. And then at Miss Kentucky 2022, my second year, I placed top five. I was fourth runner up. And then uh, at Miss Kentucky 2023, I uh, walked away with that title. And I think looking back, I wasn't ready to be Miss Kentucky in 2021 or 2022. And I, I think there's been so much growth and development in myself as a leader, as someone uh, who contributes through service and kind of these other aspects of the Miss America organization that have grown so much in my three and a half years of involvement. And I look back at uh, Mallory in 2021 and think, you know, you were not ready to be Miss Kentucky. And, and I think walking away each year um, at competition, it was kind of hard to come to terms with that, as I think anyone can relate. It's like, what did I do wrong? You know, I, I thought I did the best I could do. Was it just not enough? And I, I don't think it's that it wasn't enough. It's just the timing wasn't right. Mm-hmm. And, and that's totally okay looking back on those experiences. And, you know, the, the things that have lined up this year, being Miss Kentucky 2023, I, I wouldn't have wanted to have it any other way. And so I think there was a major shift in mentality for me as well between Mm -hmm. uh, those years of competing as well. And walking into Miss Kentucky 2023, I wasn't afraid to fail. And I think for a long time growing up, even before my involvement in the Miss America organization, I just pushed and pushed and pushed myself to be this perfect version of Mallory when that doesn't even exist. And so I think walking into this year's competition, I knew I had prepared. I knew that I was ready and I was totally okay with the fact that if that wasn't enough and if I didn't walk away uh, with the title and with this position, that I knew I had grown. I, I knew that I had done, you know, all I could do uh, in order to be the best version of Mallory and Mallory only on that stage. Mm-hmm. I actually have a quote. It's still written on my mirror. I'm looking at it right now from <laughs> um, before I went to Miss Kentucky. And it says, you're not competing against anyone but Mallory Hudson. And I mm-hmm. think, you know, that compared Comparison really is a thief of joy, not only in life, but also within competing in the Miss America organization. And in my experience, competing in Miss Kentucky, because, I mean, you look at um, the incredible women who who have held this title and, you know, walking away, I was like, oh, you know, well, I'm not her. And, you know, she's amazing. And, you know, I I don't haven't had this experience that she's had. And, you know, I I think walking into this year, walking away from this year, I knew what, what I brought to 
the table. And I think I knew how to kind of communicate that and how to Mm -hmm. be okay with what I offered and understand that what these women offered around me was equally as amazing. It might've just been a little bit different. And so I think there was some major mentality shift. There was definitely a lot of growth, not only in just growing up a little bit and having Mm -hmm. a little bit more life experience, but also professionally as a student, as a leader, as an advocate. So as so many things, I think I have evolved in so many areas. I think I have evolved in from that first time I hit the Miss Kentucky stage until now and holding this position in, in 2023 and competing in Miss America in just a few short months. And so I wouldn't have it any other way. And I'm, I'm just so thankful uh, for every moment of my involvement in this organization. Yeah, you, you bring up something that I think comes up so often when when former Miss Kentuckys and like our, you know, our sisterhood, because it is a very strong and very, it's it's just, it's a beautiful sisterhood. Like I love, I just, I mean, I count some of these women as my closest friends and, you know, it's just because you, you share that experience. And I always say too, like the women that I went to Miss America with, you know, you're one of 50 and you show up and, and, and you meet each other and you realize like these people get me because they get what I had to do to get here. You know, they know that's the, the hard yes. work. It's the, you know, the, it's like literally sometimes the blood, sweat and tears, you know I mean? It is the, it's the, the hard uh, absolutely, work. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, and I think that when everyone looks back at kind of their, the year that they won or their crowning year. So what, what you just, the sentiment that you reflected is, is a very, it just, it hits, it resonates because so many, and it's so hard to put into words because I think too, now that I'm on the parent side of this thing, it's hard to, it's hard to put into words. Like there's no, there's no formula, you know, you know, there's, if, if I could, if I could tell girls, like, if you do this, you do this, you do this, you're going to win. You know, it's, it's unfortunately, it's, it's not a, it's not a relay race in swimming, you know, or running. It's, you know, there isn't a literal like finish right. line. It, it is, it is you striving to become the best version of who you are and understanding that the opinion of, of five people on a panel of, of judges never will determine your worth and your value. And I think that sometimes totally when we compete. Yeah. And when we compete for so many years, I think it, at the end, you realize it's almost like it, it teaches you that process. It teaches you that process, which is so beneficial because when you go out into the real world, you then realize too, okay, now I'm like going for this, you know, this job or this promotion. And I would go into things being like, I am who I am. So you either like me or you don't. And if you don't like, Dude, I've been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I competed for the title for four years and I competed in Miss America. Like, you know, but, but I think it's so crazy because like, you know, I think a lot of us as formers get asked, you know, well, like, what could we do better? You know, what could we do something different? It's like, no, you are you. And as long as you- Just be you. Yeah, exactly. Then then you're doing everything that you possibly can. And it, I know it, it like sucks sometimes to hear that because you're like, yeah, but, but I was me. Well, okay. It just- you said it perfectly, the timing. And I do believe timing is everything. I actually said this to one of your judges who is a former Miss Kentucky who yes. crowned me. 
And we were going back and forth, I think, over text. And, and I said, you know, everything does happen for a reason, right? I said, because listen, if I had won the year I wanted to, I was like, Mackenzie, I would have won your year. And I said, because that was the year that I really <laughs> wanted to win. And I said, so I think that it just goes to show like timing is everything. And then I came back the next year and, you know, she won that year and she did a fabulous job and she represented yes. us so well. And then, you know, I came back and I, and I won the next year, but and there, and there truly was such a difference in headspace and mindset yes. and overall mentality and approach between, you know, the first three years I competed to, to the year, you know, that I won. So I think if, you know, if you, any pageant girls listening or anyone who's just fascinated yeah. with pageantry, you know, I think that, I think the thing that we fail to recognize so much, and that's why I always want to point that out is that, you know, we, we, we just see we see those crowning moments and we think, wow, like that girl just must have been amazing. And you are amazing. You're absolutely spectacular. But so is your first runner up. So is your second runner up, your third, you know, absolutely. all the way down to the, per you know, to the girl who didn't even make the top 15 or top 10, you know, because you've all put that effort in, you've all had that desire and, and, and competing in the first place. I really do feel like it's kind of that, that calling, you know, sometimes it pushes us to break outside of our comfort zone, but you don't sign up to compete in the Miss America organization because you just, you know, like fun things. <laughs> it definitely can be fun, but it's a ton of hard work. <laughs> it is. It it's a is. ton of hard work. Yeah. So speaking of hard work, I know that you have been working hard in your preparation and it, walk us through kind of what your preparation was like, you know, pre Miss Kentucky. And then now that you are Miss Kentucky, what is that, what is that work kind of transition to as you prepare for Miss America? Absolutely. I, I mean, I think uh, preparation for me every year I, I have competed and even for local preliminary competitions has been very introspective of, of looking at how can I become the best possible version of me for this competition and kind of putting those blinders on and, and focusing on me and me only. So lots of goal setting, lots of journaling. I am a big advocate for journaling. I've kept a journal every Every day since January 1st of 2019. So, I, I mean, it. even flipping back through the pages, you can mm -hmm. just see, you know, how things have changed and how I've grown uh, as a person. And so I think that's something really tangible to look at where you can just flip back and, and kind of recognize really positive changes trajectory wise. So definitely journaling. And of course, I mean, while you do have to, you know, kind of focus on you and, and just be you, you know, there are some, you know, tangible things uh, that you can do to prepare as well, like running, running your talent, you know, whatever that might be practicing your her story. So there are different things that, you know, repetition wise, I think can be uh, very helpful in, in running through talent performances or practicing your uh, best evening gown or fitness walk. So I, I, but I think, you know, one, common denominator in preparation for, you know, Miss Bowling Green, which uh, was my local title this year for Miss Kentucky and now for Miss America is just focusing on me and, and thinking about how can I best myself from yesterday or last week or last month. I always say that I'm my own role model. And so I'm only ever trying to chase this better version of myself. And I think that that's a very positive mentality and mindset to kind of shift 
shift yourself into when you compete in competitions such as uh, the Miss America organization or it really in any aspect um, of your life possible. And so I think just just keeping those blinders up and and worrying about me and kind of, you know, looking in the mirror and looking back at this year and kind of uh, seeing, you know, what I can uh, capitalize off of and what I can, you know, continue uh, to better so that I can represent Kentucky to the best of my ability on the Miss America stage. Well, you are doing a fabulous job. You are doing a fantastic job already. And that advice really needs to be our sound clip, honestly, because <laughs> it's so true. Like, I love that you, you know, you do, you put the focus on you. And I think one thing that, you know, you and I've talked about too, is I said, you know, this is your experience. I think maybe this was like, maybe, you know, when I first texted you, like, you know, Hey, I'm so excited to get to work with you. I'm so excited to get to just collaborate with you and kind of better understand how I could you know, how we could facilitate this because this is your year. Like this is your year right. and like you really want it to be your experience because you get the opportunity to do this one time and some women never get the opportunity. And so I think that there's, there's so much responsibility for that. Sometimes I think we, you know, we feel that, but then also, sorry, there's that ownership of saying, yeah, but it is my, you know, it's my opportunity. It's my chance. And, and, and you want to absolutely go into it in the mindset that you, that you have which is I have to be me in every single aspect of the competition. I love that you journal. And, oh my gosh. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> You're oh, my Miss my Kentucky goodness. sister after my own heart. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. And I just too, I mean, what is, so journaling, oh my gosh, I feel like I could do a whole podcast episode with you on this one, but you Absolutely. know, just through journaling, what are some of the, like, what are some of the things that journaling have, has really just helped you do? I think it's a great way to just put your thoughts, feelings, and emotions on a, on a piece of paper. Obviously, that's what you're doing. But I feel like, in a way, it's kind of letting them out of your body, too, in a sense. And maybe, you know, I, I think, especially in my preparation for Miss Kentucky, there was a lot of, you know, if this happens, you know, I want you to remember this. If this mm -hmm. does not happen, I want you to remember this. And sometimes those are things that are so introspective and uh, so personal to you that you might not want to share those even with your closest companion or a family member. And so I think it can be a great way to uh, kind of have a, a little friend uh, that, that is almost like you in the yes. mirror. And so even even looking back in my journal and, you know, years ago, I think there's advice that I've given myself that I've taken in present day. And so it, it has just been so transformative for me. And I, I totally agree with you. I think we could do a whole podcast <laughs> on uh, the benefits of journaling. Journaling, yes. <laughs> it is. It's so therapeutic in so many ways. And I always say that I'm talking to my past, present and future self when I journal. That's a great way to put it. <laughs> it's like, I got, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of me going on up here sometimes. And, and sometimes Same. I just need, yeah, sometimes I need to just encourage my present self that like, you know, basically projecting that in the future, like if this is going to be so much better in the future, right. like, we're, you know, we're there and like, just think like, you know, future me is waiting for me, you know, to, to do the dang thing. Because once I do, 
you know, they're waiting, they're literally standing at the finish line cheering for me, like you did it, you did it, you kept going. And, and I think especially when you're in a competition mode, you know, and you're trying to kind of, you, you, you have an end date. I mean, the end, the end date is Miss America, which we don't have a date for. I know I'm, I'm waiting for it. (laughs) And so are we, because we want to come cheer you on and support you. So yes, we'll be there with, with bells on and, and huge, huge, huge faces of Mallory. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, that's how I always write. That's how I recognize my family. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. There's my family. Oh, yeah. I see them. I see them. Yes. <laughs> that and the big Kentucky flag that they had. Oh, yeah. That. Yep. But no, I, I think when you are in this, you know, kind of competition mode and you're, you know, you're out there, you're traveling the state, you're doing all of the things, you you really do kind of have your your eye on the prize, so to speak. I mean, you have a, you have a goal to accomplish. You have an end date. But beyond that, you know, beyond that, you're still doing, you know, doing the job. And so I'd like you to explain, because I mean, I'm sure there's people who are listening that are like, I don't even know what a pageant is. I've never seen a pageant. I've introduced friends of mine. Every time I meet someone new, I'm always like, hey, do you want to judge a pageant? (laughs) I always try to rope them (laughs) into the Miss America organization because I know that once they go through the process and they see it, they're blown away. They're like, oh my gosh, these girls are amazing. I was never this composed at, you know, 14, 15 and all the way up to 20, you know, six years of age or I guess oh, right. age limit now is 28, but still they're like, I was never this driven. I was never this, that, you know, and I always remind them, you know, you were, you, it just is a different mindset. I mean, these girls are just, they're focused on this. This is what they're working towards. Mm-hmm. And some of them still will dispute and say, no, no, I still wasn't. <laughs> and so that's why they're just blown away. But it's always my, I always baptize them by fire and I just throw them into judging. And I say, you know, just go judge a pageant and then you're going to love, you're going to love this organization. But one thing that's really cool, uh, like that we've mentioned about Miss Kentucky is you have a full-time job. So I know that job starts and I think you've had your, your camp already. So Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit more about the role and about the job that you are fulfilling on behalf of the state of Kentucky. Absolutely. So the job of Miss Kentucky is a full-time position, uh, like we mentioned, working uh, for the Kentucky Department of Agriculture as Kentucky Proud's spokesperson. And so the way I kind of like to put it is Miss Kentucky makes sure that Kentucky's youth knows more than one farmer, and that farmer's old McDonald had a farm, (laughs) and that chocolate milk doesn't come from a brown cow. And so kind of these common misconceptions about agriculture. And I think agriculture is not only the backbone of Kentucky's economy, but it's the backbone of our future as well. And it's so vital and integral to our state. And so I can't wait to advocate uh, for agriculture and uh, for shopping locally and for Kentucky farms in the next year. Um, My grandfather is actually a proud owner of a 256 acre farm in Edmondson County, Kentucky. And so some of my first memories are jumping hay bells on uh, my grandparents' farm. And so it's kind of full circle for me looking back at, you know, these very early memories of agriculture and then now how as an advocate, as an adult, I'm going to be able to, you know, to travel uh, Kentucky and kind of preach uh, the importance of agriculture to so many different groups of people. It's so cool. It's such a cool job. It really is. It's so cool. I'm so excited just to soak it all in from farmers markets to school visits, you know, trips with the Mobile Science Activity Center through the Kentucky Department of Agriculture. We're going to have a lot of fun. 
Oh, that's awesome. Well, and so as we, I want to transition to, because you have a job, but then you also have several initiatives and things that you're working to achieve while you are at Miss Kentucky. I think one of the the beautiful things that you, you know, said to me when we first met is, you know, you said, you know, I want to grow participation in this organization because, you know, I think that you'd mentioned, had you known about you know, the teen competition, you know, you would have gotten involved sooner. And it's so true that awareness and education, you know, spreading that message is the key to anyone understanding, you know, about organizations. It's why, you know, that nonprofit messaging when you're trying to fundraise for a particular cause is so vital and important. But, you know, share with us some of the initiatives that you're working on while you're in Miss Kentucky, because you not only have this job, but then I know you have some of your own set of goals and initiatives that you want to that you want to roll out. Recruitment is a big thing for me and kind of how you mentioned earlier or how we kind of talked about earlier is I grew up in musical theater. I had no idea what it meant to be in a pageant or a scholarship competition or anything of that nature. And I would have loved to have reaped the benefits of, of competing in Miss Kentucky's teen or uh, Miss Kentucky's outstanding teen at the time. And I, I really just want to encourage anyone uh, that's listening or um, just any young woman in general to get involved with this organization. And I, I think it's important to remember that people don't join organizations, people join people. And the people that I have met in the Miss America organization through the Miss Kentucky Scholarship organization are some of the most incredibly kind uh, and beautiful and smart and ambitious women that I have ever met uh, in my life. And so I, I think there are so many benefits to the Miss America organization, you know, whether or not that be uh, the thousands of dollars of scholarship money that you could potentially earn just by stepping on that stage or, you know, developing your community service initiative and giving back uh, to your community and uh, potentially your state and your country as well. But I always like to hit on on that sisterhood aspect and mm -hmm. and how surrounding yourself by these women can make you a better woman yourself uh, actually before uh, one of the best pieces of pieces of advice I've ever been given. Um, my mom uh, dropped me off um, at, at college a few years ago at the University of Kentucky. And uh, she said, you are who you surround yourself with. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's an important um, kind of an important thing to remember is that if you surround yourself with eight successful people, I truly believe you'll become the ninth. And that goes for, you know, kindness and, and determination and all these other incredibly uh, amazing traits that we all uh, strive to to kind of achieve to be a better person. And so I, I just can't preach it enough. I could talk all day about competing in the Miss Kentucky Scholarship <laughs> Organization. And um, I'm really looking forward to traveling the state and to speaking to different groups who may never have heard about our organization before, maybe have never had an intentional interaction with Miss Kentucky before, kind of why they should get involved and what this organization can do for them. Your mother... It's very, very wise, smart lady. <laughs> she is. She Those is. Such powerful words, though, and they really are. And I think sometimes, as as youth, we're like, oh, okay, whatever, you know. It's, yeah, it's, right. It's true, you know. I mean, like, you know, you are your friends. It's kind of how my mom used to say that. You know, who you hang around with is like who you start to. Yeah, and and right. I think that you know when I when I became got older too. I mean, we kind of used to say like in corporate and in just in life in general. You know, like you are the top five people that you surround yourself with, and so you got to yep. choose them wisely. And and so you're right if you are if you are surrounded with people who are you know 
creating goals and crushing goals and, and having, you know, that ambition and determination and, you know, the ability to empower you and lift you up and hold you accountable and all of those things, then you're going to become that person and become that right. person then for someone else too. So I love that. And I love what you shared. I never thought about this this way. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for saying what you did. You said people don't join organizations. They join people. Oh mm -hmm. my goodness. There is so much truth in that. You're right. We align ourselves. You know, yes, we might join the organization, but what we really are joining are the people around that. So we want to make sure that when we do, we're, yeah, it, it, it's feeding right. our soul and fueling all mm -hmm. of the things that we're working towards. And the Miss America organization definitely checks all those boxes for, for me. And I know they do for you as well. And speaking of scholarship dollars, because I know you've mentioned that a couple of times, and I feel like I'd be remiss if we didn't touch on that. How much have you won total throughout your years of competing and how much did you win as Miss Kentucky? Yeah. So this year as Miss Kentucky, well, the top scholarship um, for Miss Kentucky was $15,000. Wow. Um, so that is uh, quite a big, big wow. chunk uh, yeah. to help me um, with my degree at the University of Kentucky. I'm currently studying uh, communications with a minor in political science. Um, so, and I'm hoping to attend law school, like I mentioned previously. So that is certainly uh, a Yes. to help me <laughs> yes. um, with my um, law school journey as well. Um, but total, I've won $19,000 um, competing wow. in this organization. So uh, it's, it's just helped me so much more than I can even put into words. And I know we talked about earlier, uh, higher education is expensive. I mean, it, $1 yes. can help <laughs> you uh, achieve your goals. And so $19,000 has certainly helped me work to achieve my goals and professional dreams as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's the it's the really I think about it and I feel like that's just the fabric of our organiz of the organization is that link to scholarships and giving women an right. opportunity to, you know, afford an education. Um it did the same for me and I mean I have my degree today because of the Miss America organization and you know I I, I say all the time like I would have had that degree of course but it would have been a really long road of paying for student loans for a long right. long time had I not decided to to start competing myself. So yeah, I just always tell, tell people, I mean, it's an investment that you make to invest in your future as well. And, and you're right. building all of these skills along the way and confidence and ability to speak in front of a crowd and, and interview skills that are just things that are priceless at the end of the day. Right. Absolutely. And I, I think Going back to what we spoke about earlier and, and kind of the growth in between competing in 2021 and 2022 mm -hmm. and then now 2023 as well. I mean, so many of those skills that, that I do think I have grown in have just been that repetition of, of competing in local preliminary competitions and getting out into the community and speaking and giving back. And so just, just so many skills, so many benefits that I have been able to personally um, be impacted from due to this organization. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's 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 definitely a phenomenal organization, and you are just such a phenomenal representative of our organization. And we're so excited to see watch you on this journey to Miss America. I think before we close, I just want to ask, like you know, as you are heading into you know this preparation and kind of this intensity and build up around Miss America, you know, what is what's going through Mallory's head right now of the walk us through kind of your your own mindset and approach to to the competition. 
Well, I told you earlier I was a quote person, so I'm going to kind of sum it up with a quote. So it's a Mother Teresa quote, and it says, never worry about numbers, help one person at a time, and always start with the person nearest you. And so I think the morning after I woke up, after I had been crowned, you you know, you don't sleep very much that night. You wake up the next day, what has just happened? (laughs) And I I was kind of thinking about the year ahead and how I was going to approach the year ahead. And I said to myself, Mallory, if you even help one person this year, Mm -hmm. if you empower one person this year, if you help one individual with a special learning need or a disability kind of see themselves in, in the theatrical world or a new space, then it all will have been worth it. And so I think just continuing to help the person nearest me is how I'm going to approach the rest of my year as Miss Kentucky and uh, potentially maybe even um, as Miss America. And so I think in anything, any area of life, that's just an excellent uh, approach because I think numbers can sometimes be scary. You know, I think about, oh, well, I'm, I'm representing 4.5 million people. How, how can I meet as many people as possible? And so, I, I, I mean, I look at my calendar, I'm like, Mallory, it's going to come. You know, you're, you're you're uh, reaching these different counties, you're attending these different events, and you, you are going to connect with Kentuckians. You just can't overwhelm your yourself at, at first glance. So yeah. definitely starting with the person nearest me and letting that, that domino effect continue throughout the year. Oh, you are such a gem of a soul. You are just such, I, I see everything that the judges saw. And I think anyone who listens to this, I mean, just, I mean, you, you just exude a genuine kindness and just love and compassion. And I am so looking forward to your year. I think my last two questions are really going to be geared towards Mallory in the future. So five years from now, Man, where I, I know because you're a journaler, so I'm like, I'm sure she has thought about <laughs> where, where she wants to be. And I know you're a planner and a visionary. Like you, you do all the things. So totally. Like, mm, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I know you can handle this off the cuff, but yeah. Where are you in five years from now? So I think in five years, I just want to be happy uh, in whatever capacity um, that that might be. I would love to be a practicing attorney in five years and making a difference. I mentioned uh, earlier that, you know, to be an advocate, you can't just be for a community. You have to be with the community. And I think that's an excellent way to continue advocacy in a professional arena. And I think, you know, looking back on my legacy as Miss Kentucky and just as my legacy as a leader in general, I think, you know, I've always kind of equated success with legacy and legacy isn't what you leave for people. It's what you leave in them. And so I just want to be remembered as a, a very genuine Miss Kentucky and someone who is never afraid to, you know, kick her shoes off and get in the bouncy house or, you know, tear that crown and sash off and, and put it on a young child who one day dreams of being Miss Kentucky. And so I think if I'm remembered as that type of Miss Kentucky and as that type of person in general, I think I will have led a, a successful life. So I hope in five years I'm able to, you know, look back on my Miss Kentucky legacy and my year as Miss Kentucky and and realize that I accomplished that as well. Oh, well, I have no doubt that you are going to accomplish that and so much more. I am just, I am so 
proud to call you a sister. And I think that you were just such an impressive young woman. And I'm really just excited. I'm so excited for you because you have so much, so much to offer so much that, that you embody. And I think what I love so much about your confidence is that it comes from a place of genuine knowing and who you are and what you bring to the table. And there, there, I know that that has taken a lot of work. And so that doesn't happen overnight. And like you no. said, you know, yeah, you know, <laughs> not took, at all. Yeah, it took you three years to kind of get to that point. But I think, you know, right. there was so much more, you know, in, in, in the work you know, so much work in those other processes, you know, as well, going through school, you know, being in a sorority, you're in a, you know, you're in a leadership position that you unfortunately had to, I know, give up because you became Miss Kentucky. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, yeah. So my last question is I ask all of my guests this and it is because a part of my goal setting process, we talk about personal goals. We talk about professional or academic goals. You know, those are kind Mm -hmm. of like the basics, you know, you got to take those. Right. Right. But then I always tell people, you know, I, 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 we've kind of re, we've coined it or retermed it as the do the dang goal. Like the goal that you're like, you know what? I just got to get this thing done. Like, like it means this much to me, but yet I keep putting it off because that's life, right? We always put the things off. Like sometimes that we want the most it, right. because it's easy. It's, you know, it's, it's like our comfort zone sometimes is being challenged and we're like, eh, I don't really want to do that when I really want to, but I'm just safe over here. So I'll just leave it there. And it becomes right. that one that like continuously kind of is maybe on the board that we neglect. Is there a do the dang goal that Mallory Hudson has? Oh my goodness. Well, I think for me, for a long time, my do the dang goal was just to not be afraid to fail, just to to take the leap of faith. And I I think if I wouldn't have taken the leap of faith to compete in the Miss America organization, I would have missed out on so many opportunities and so many friendships and obviously so many scholarship dollars that I have earned (laughs) through this organization. And so I, I I think, you know, Miss Kentucky potentially could have been my do the dangle if, if I would have not yeah. been, um, not, not have taken that leap of faith. And, mm-hmm. uh, that might've been something that, you know, I would have looked back on as an adult and been like, you know, I wish I would have done that. I wish I would have, you know, given myself the chance to, you know, to potentially be Miss Kentucky and make it, make a difference in this mm-hmm. capacity. And so my advice to anyone in chasing any goal in your life is take the leap of faith and do it with calm confidence because no one is you and that's a superpower. And I think Mm. you, you know, might've said that earlier. And I I just think, you know, know what you bring to the table, whether or not that's, that's an internal thing, or if you write it in a journal, you know, a numbered list of here's what makes me unique and special in my own way. And don't be afraid to live that. Mm hmm. Oh my goodness. You give such great advice. I'm like, I feel like I need to hire you when you're done. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Tag team. Yes. Yes. We'll tag team together. All right. Yes. I love it. I love it. And I think that, oh my goodness, you're right. You know, I think there are a lot of women I've encountered too that have said to me, you know, oh man, you know, yeah, I always wanted to do that. Oh my goodness. You're right. Do the dang goal. Sign up for a local, you know, reach out to Mallory you know, talk to her about her experience. Like do not let, you know, resources or lack of awareness or knowledge kind of about the the way that the organization works to be the hindrance, like sign right. up for local, get started, 
There are so many volunteers and people who will help you and guide you. Yes. To your point, Absolutely. don't let it be that do the dangle that like slips away because there is, there is a time frame attached to it. I think you can only be up to like age 28 and they did raise the yes, age limit. They but- did. It's 18 to 28 now. Mm-hmm. So if you're yes. in that age, age frame, talk to me, yeah. Re- reach out to me on social yeah. media. I would love to talk to you about um, my journey and, and how you can get involved. And we are keeping our website updated, misskentucky.org with all of our uh, local preliminary titles, our, our local preliminary competitions to potentially earn that title and earn your spot on the Miss Kentucky 2024 stage, which is wild. <laughs> so exciting. So yeah. I, I, I'm just, I'm just so ready for this year. Oh, well, we are just in love with you, Mallory. You are just incredible and such a great representative. And I've just truly enjoyed all of your nuggets of wisdom. I know we call them pearls of wisdom. We're Alpha Delta Pi. So um, yes, yeah, you have dropped so many (laughs) pearls of wisdom. Well, thank you. (laughs) <laughs> during, during our conversation today. And and, and you kind of t- t- tied it up perfectly towards the end, just um, to wrap it up. You mentioned for people to reach out to you, where can they find you if they want to follow you, follow your journey to Miss America, follow just your year as Miss Kentucky, et cetera. Yes. So at Miss America KY is my handle on most social media platforms. And then Facebook, um, our page is Miss Kentucky Scholarship Organization. So keep up with all the travels this year, all of the adventures. There's going to be plenty to come. And like I said, feel free to reach out if uh, maybe you're even on the fence about uh, competing in a local preliminary competition. Who knows? I mean, the the next Miss Kentucky could be listening. And I think that that's a pretty, pretty special thing is that, you know, I was not involved with this organization until 2019. And now here I am holding this title, preparing to go to Miss America. And and, and that can be you, regardless of who you are, where you come from, your background, you can do this. So take the leap of faith, you know, you could be the next Miss America. And I think that's something really, really cool about this organization. Yes. In the words of our Miss Kentucky, do the dang goal. Make it oh, happen. yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yes, I love it. Oh, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. And thank guys, you for having me. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And when we find out when Miss America is, we will be dropping that. Yes. So that everyone can go tune in and support Mallory on her journey to becoming Miss America. Thank you so much for sharing how you've created the vision in your life leading up to your crowning and in your future. And we just, yeah, wish you all the best of success in in everything that you accomplish and achieve in your life. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Love you. My Miss Kentucky sister, my 85 (laughs) sister. And this has been so fun. So thank you for having me and thank you everyone for listening as well. Thank you for listening to this episode. It would mean the world to me if you could leave a rating and review of the show and subscribe on your favorite app. You can also find us on our YouTube channel, Creating Visionaries. If there is something that stuck out to you in this conversation, send me a message on Instagram to let me know. Until next time, keep creating the vision for your life.